what does this offense do well? We know they run it well. We know they got a couple thousand yard receivers. They've got a quarterback who might be going to the Hall of Fame. He's going to sack twenty. Is that true? Roethlisberger. Yeah. So really, what does this offense do well in this era? You have insurance? I do with State Farm. With State Farm? Yes. Explain me insurance. It's basically like it's basically like drafting a, a backup quarterback in the first round. Just in case. So for the folks you said had written you off, maybe, what did they say to them? Yeah, they wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. You are now listening to The Longer Yard of the Dip Podcast Network. Welcome to The Longer Yard Podcast. I'm Ethan. He's Sam. Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to the show. Week two in the books. Got a lot that we got to get into and... uh Unfortunately for uh, Ethan and myself, uh, a lot of it's probably bad. Yeah. Just, just throwing it out there. Uh, it's, it's not. It's, it, we're gonna throw in a nice Mad Men reference. It's not great, Bob. It's not great, Bob. <laughs> not great, Bob. It's, uh, it, it's a rough one out there for all of us. So, I mean, I had a great week in fantasy though. But it's one of us. I went three and one again. So. I'm, I'm looking pretty solid to start this season, but I, I can't say the same for myself. Yeah. Uh, you faced me this week in, in one of the matchups. <sighs> yeah. Do I we, did. do you, do we want to talk about it? No, no, we don't. Okay. All right. That's fine. We won't let, we won't let the fans know. I, I'll, I, I can quickly let them know why we're not talking about it. I lost <laughs> by like a hundred. We'll move, moving on. To be, to be fair, I, I, two of my starters were not playing. I didn't have Tamara and I didn't have Dobbins. Did you like my weekly recap where I was like, because your team name is like more money, more problems. And I have a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a real thing. Uh, it's a real thing. Dude, it's I spend been, it's been a rough one. Every weekly recap takes me like 30 minutes plus to type that shit up, dude. It's it's a hefty mess. It was so big. This time you have to like click on it. You know what I mean? I saw that. I noticed that. And I was I was like. I was like, why isn't it all in the feed? And then I clicked on it. And I was like, oh. Yeah, it was oh. a hefty one. Well, we'll uh we'll we'll have a chance to to sprinkle it in, I'm sure, uh talking some some fantasy as we talk through some of these other these other things. But before we get started, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast and interact with us on all of our social media platforms at the dip network across TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, etc. Really, just those three, but we'll say et cetera because I feel good about the rest of them coming down more, the road. Yeah, more is coming. Down the pipeline, down the pipeline. Yeah, yeah. Just, just ha, ha, we'll get there. All right. Uh, <laughs> week two. Give me some initial thoughts. Uh, I, 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 I will quickly give you one word that summarized week two for me. Pain. It's understandable. Um, uh, <clears throat> disappointed is what I'll say. True. But I'm mainly, I'm yeah, I'm yeah, I'm mainly talking about like, like the Browns. I'm mainly talking about the Bengals. Yeah. So, uh, as 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 uh, two resident AFC Northers, uh, 
this wasn't just a bad week for us. This this division. Every AFC every AFC North team lost this week. In heartbreaking fashion. Yeah. Just um I will say this though. I know we said it last week because we talked about like what surprises most. Dude, the Bills are scary right now. Really good. Holy shit. Like, damn. Stefan Diggs is the man. Josh Allen is the man, bro. It's it's like they did they they played Monday night against the Titans without Gabe Davis, correct? Like he did yep. not play. He did not play. And they they still put up 41, 40, 41 points and held the Titans to seven. Uh, it, granted, it I, was I 17. It was 17 to seven going into halftime. So they fucking turned on the Jets second half. Yeah. Uh, I know it's, it's early in the season. So like part of this is also a thought process of like, let's not get ahead of ourselves, but like they might be a runaway train. Dude, it's in, it's in, it's insane. But they are, they are loaded, you, both offensively and defensively. I mean, they played without stacked. stars. They played without their stars. Like again, Trey White is not back yet. Gabe Davis didn't play. It's they're still looking unbelievably good. Like they look like they just can't be touched right now. You know what I mean? Like it's. And, and by the way, the two teams they've beaten. Made the playoffs last year. One was a number one seed. Uh, Rams actually might have been a number one seed. I'm trying to. One of them was a Super Bowl champion. Just well, and right yeah, there. one of them was a Super Bowl champion. Let's just we'll do it that way. So like, it's not like they're they're putting up big time numbers against like teams that we think are going to be picking in the top five of the draft. You know what I realized? The Titans are just like show ponies, right? They somehow always get like the one or the two seed, and they don't do anything with it, like. Ever they they I don't even, have they made it to an AFC championship? Did they make it to an AFC championship? Uh, ever? I mean, they made the not Super Bowl not in not ever, but like not ever, but like within the last like four years, like when Tannehill uh, took over. I know they won. I think a wild card. Maybe they did make it the AFC championship, but I thought they did one year. Was that um, when they when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl? I believe so. I mean, I will confirm. Yes, they lost the AFC Championship in 2019 um, as the... Home they, team, probably. Did they finish? They finished second in their division. They were 9-7. and seven. So they were a wild card team. Beat the Patriots 20-13. to 13, Beat the Ravens 28-12. to 12. Ravens had a bye. So it's not like... So again, because the Lamar conversation. Yeah. Um, and then lost to the Chiefs in the uh, championship game, thirty-five to twenty-four. So they don't—they haven't done anything. All right, so I'm saying they're just. And I think that was—I think that was Tannehill's first season. I think because uh, I think you're right. Because in 2019, it says that he won Comeback Player of the Year. So, um, so I think that would have been his his first time. So I mean, give them credit. That means that they have a true winning record. A under Mike Rabel, but B under Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. They are, and, and if I remember correctly, Tannehill didn't even start all of the season in 2019. Like he came in at uh, one point and they handed the keys over to him. I think so. Yeah. Like in the two full seasons with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback coming into this season, 
They were 11 and 5 and 12 and 5. But it helps when you're in a division <laughs> with Jacksonville, the Texans, and the Texans, and the five different quarterbacks that have played under Frank Reich. Like, it's not a it's it it's not great. It's not a great division. You can you can like oh, almost yeah you can almost guarantee four division wins for them every year. You know what I mean? Like, pretty much. You can and, just, and, and as long as they get to ten, they're probably a playoff team. So yeah. So and, and depending on who else they play, like go cross conference, you've got probably one or two freebies, depending on the division. Like if the if they were to play the. Uh, the NFC South or something like that. You don't think that they're beating the the Falcons and the Panthers? I mean, probably. Let's be honest. Yeah. So, like, those are those Absolutely. would be two free wins. Go inside their own conference. Like, what if they played the uh, the uh, AFC East freebie win against the Jets? Jets. Probably, uh, probably getting at least one of the Patriots or Dolphins games. So, yeah, that's um, that's, that's what they do. Yeah, so they they sneak in with with that, and then they and then they get like those, you know, that one 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 or two wins a year where it's kind of like, oh, hey, that was a pretty good one, good job, okay. guys. That's it. It's all show. But do you know what it's looking like though after these two games? I mean, we might be leaning real early into the Malik Willis season, baby. Yeah, baby. I mean, they got a week six bye, and I remember we did playoff predictors, and you were kind of like. Do they go to Malik Willis after the bye week? And my thought was right there was because we had him, I think, at three and two or something like that. And I was like, You're like, they're not, yeah, they're not playing bad enough for that. But right now, they look like they're playing bad enough for it. Yeah. Oh, it's, I mean, they're, they're, they're not playing well at all. No, 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 no. Like, it's it's ugly. And I don't know that it's Ryan Tannehill's fault, to be fair. I don't know that Ryan Tannehill is the real problem. I, Definitely don't think he's the solution. Yeah. There's probably like, some, it's some it, play calling issues too, you know. It's it's a similar vibe that I have with with like when Andy Dalton was the quarterback for the Bengals. It was like he's not the reason they're bad, but he's definitely not gonna be the reason they're ever good, you know? Yeah. Like that's that's really what it comes down to. And that's the way I feel about Tannehill. It's just like they're not gonna be they're not gonna get over the top with him, but it's probably too early to go to a guy like Malik who Played at Liberty last year, so it's not like he's got a ton of experience against high-profile teams. Uh, even if he did was a transfer from uh, Auburn, I believe, so he's got a little bit of that SEC experience. But like, he also just doesn't have a lot of snaps that he's taken in general, and that's that's concerning. Like you 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 don't have a lot of uh, uh, to look back on film wise and be like, okay, we know exactly what we're going to get out of this guy. Yeah, um, you know, it just hit me. Um, I think this just goes to show like how important the defense was in in Tennessee because yeah. they won twelve games last year and had the one seed. Matt, uh, not Matt Ryan, uh, Tannehill threw twenty one touchdowns and fourteen interceptions. You don't you don't win twelve games on your quarterback who puts up stats like that. Like that is right. clearly like all right, the defense pretty much carried us the whole season, and now and, they're not good this year. Yeah, and Derek and, Henry. And now Ooh, they're not has, not has just been okay. Like he's yeah. not been bad. He's just been okay. Yeah. And then now their defense is not looking good. And you're like, oh, they fucking they relied. The, their success was mainly because of the defense, you know? Yeah. Yep. And 
I kind of want to lead this into a a similar conversation. Um, Talking about Malik Willis. San Francisco's in some trouble. And I don't, uh, let me rephrase. Long-term, they are in some trouble. Short-term, they might actually be okay. They might make the playoffs this year uh, with Jimmy G because they know exactly what they're going to get. They're, they've won games with them. They made the playoffs last year with Jimmy G as their starting quarterback. But we're about to be in year three for Trey Lance and know literally nothing about him. That's so true. Nothing. He has very little playing time that he got at North Dakota State because he was... Was that... No, no, it wasn't once. It was um, Easton Stick. Easton Stick was the quarterback before him at North Dakota State. So he was playing behind someone for a couple of years. And then he finally gets the starting job. He has one awesome season. COVID hits. They play one game. One game before he gets drafted that season in 2020. We don't know anything about him. We, he has like, I think uh, I, I saw that he has like 420 career passes uh, above he, the high school level. Wasn't he the number two pick? Three pick. They traded three three first-round picks to get him, including the one that year, but two additional first-round picks that they traded to get this guy, and they know zero about him. Nothing. That's a wild pick, man. Well, it it was... There was a lot of uh, talk that, you know, Mac Jones might have been the guy there, and that was an even scarier proposition. So, if you're going to go for a quarterback early... You gotta go for upside. That's just the That's way. That's true. Yeah, um, you can't go for for for. No offense to the guy, but you can't go for vanilla Mac Jones. You know. Yeah, <laughs> that's for Bill Belichick, man. <laughs> we're not. But, we're, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Oh, oh, I'm gonna say it so bad. Oh, I won't do it. But I'm I'm kind of happy. Porn star Jimmy's back, bro. I mean. I, like I said, I think it actually might be good for them this year because I think there's a level of consistency that is definitely required for this team. Um, because I don't know, I don't know what to expect from them defensively. I think they're very up and down, but I yeah. just think you've got a pretty high floor, low ceiling guy in Jimmy G now leading the show, and you can and you know like as long as you're healthy on offense, which is a problem for them. You know, Elijah Mitchell has. He missed last week, uh, and I think he's going to be out for at least another like two to four weeks or something like that. They missed Kittle in week one, so like this team's already not healthy. But if you have the the pieces out there for him, he'll get it. he'll get it to him and let them make plays. And you've got guys who can make plays. You got Ayuk, you've got Samuel, you've got Kittle. They'll be okay. I think they'll do be you, okay. Do you know who all, who all they're just the only person they're just missing? Raheem Mustard. They gotta bring they him mean, back. You want some juice. You want some I juice. I want some juice, back. baby. I want some juice. Yeah, I get that. I, get I just that, I just loved watching him play in San Francisco. For the one game a year before he got hurt. Dude, he was just so exciting to watch, though. It's true. It's true. I, I don't, I'm not trying to throw shade, but let's be honest. He, yeah, he got he, hurt very easily. Yeah, he did. Is what it is. Um Hey, remember last week when we said that the Detroit Lions weren't going to score 35 points again? And yeah, then they I, went and scored? I said that. I was in agreement. You, I was in yeah, agreement. You agreed with it. I literally texted you and go, I don't think the Lions put up 35 points again. In quotes, right? And they put up 36. I'm like, 
Holy shit. That's impressive. Can I just point out that this is without Jamison Williams? That's scary. Bro, your boy, Amon Ross St. Brown, kind of going off, dude. I mean, he's like continuing his streak from the second half of the season, you know? I want to I want to make make a point here. This is obviously con- a continuation of last season. He's one of three players in NFL history to have eight straight uh, games of at least eight receptions. Do you know who the other two are? In NFL history, NFL history is of what I, is what I've read. I, I hope um, that this is not an incorrect stat. I'm going to go with Michael Thomas for one. That is correct. And Antonio Brown. That is also correct. You got both of the two. So I'm just saying he is amongst company of guys who have have been top have, of the, have top of the set, game. Have set the receptions record in a season, you know? Correct. Exactly. He is he is amongst these guys. Now, again, we're including six games from last year. So it's not all in one season for for St. Brown, but yeah. clearly he's a big part of the offense. And I like I think there's probably some concern people have that um, when Williams gets back, he's going to steal a lot of receptions from St. Brown. And I don't know that that's true. I just think it's going to open up the the underneath part of the field where St. Brown's really dangerous. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad he's on my uh, sleeper team, man. Dude. You, my, uh, or not it, my, uh, my, my shadow team. That's what I meant. It looks, it looks real good for you. It looks so good. I was just, I, he's like, he's just got, Sweet, sweet hands. He's got the just, juice, bro. He's got like he doesn't drop anything. That's it's have incredible. You, you seen the, like the corn video, right? Like the kid with the corn. Oh know, yeah. so He's got the juice. He's got the juice. You know. And you're and you you're over here like I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. It's Saint. <laughs> it's Saint Brown, dude. Oh my god, that was amazing! Do you know how often I sing I sing that song in my head, or just at work out loud? I I'm afraid to find out, honestly. It's so bad. I'm glad to say that it rarely enters my mind because it is an absolute earworm. Oh, dude, I love it, man. No, I didn't say it was bad. I said it's an earworm. It just oh, okay, okay, okay. Once once you start singing it to yourself, it ain't going away. Yeah, it hasn't gone away in like two weeks. Yeah, it's Thanks. just. It's going to take a while, I feel like. Because the I, problem is I feed off of other people. So when someone else is like, it's corn. And then I just, for the rest of the day, I'm like, it has the juice, you know? Like, <laughs> it's bad. It's so bad. I know I know this is NFL, but I, am thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed the fact that someone had a meme about the fact that Nebraska is looking for a new head coach and they're called the Corn Huskers. And they're like, how are they not interviewing this kid? Exactly. I was like, that's beautiful. That really is tremendous stuff. So, um, jumping to, let's just get it out of the way. Let's, let's, let's talk about as briefly as we can, because otherwise it hurts. <sighs> let's talk about our teams. You want to start with yourself or myself? Are you talking about fantasy or our, 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 our fandom, our fandom. Okay. Talk about uh, the, um, do you want to talk about the Browns or the Bengals? <sighs> Let's talk about the Bengals. Okay, great. Um, remember when I, on the pod last week, when I said, I'm really afraid that the, that Cooper rush is going to do what Mike white did to him. Yes. Well, that happened. Yeah, uh, it did. It, it it's good did. fun. 
good fan, clean family fun. <laughs> um, it's very clear that Zach Wilson or Zach Wilson, wow, Zach Taylor is a coward. Uh, at this point, in my opinion, he he sees too high and he says, we won't throw the ball deep. The only reason the offense was unlocked, it wasn't it was it could still be good. But the reason it was unlocked last year is because they took shots. They took deep shots. They took deep shots often and they were successful at them. The fact that they won't even try anything beyond 20 yards is a problem. I don't get it. It's because they're going to, the argument is, well, we're just give, doing what the defense gives us. And it's like, cool. The defense will always give you something that is three yards beyond the line of scrimmage and assuming they're going to tackle you immediately. Because guess what? Three yards plus three yards plus three yards equals nine fourth yards, not a first equals, down. Equals fourth and one. <laughs> equals fourth and one. Exactly. So, and you're not running the ball uh, at, at a good enough rate to make this offense really work. Um, offensive line. I don't think is bad. I think the communication is really problematic. I think they make some really questionable decisions with their blocking scheme where they're like, oh yeah, um, this really good defensive end, our tight end's going to block him by himself. No, he's not. He's definitely going to get beaten. This is stupid. Um, I'm, I'm very afraid of what they're doing to Joe. Um, bro, bro, at the way he's been like, so he's like, what is, he's the most sacked quarterback this season already. Like at the, at the rate, dude, he's like bound to tear something again. Well, so this is the really difficult part because a lot of what, a lot of the sacks that Joe Burrow has had this year, almost half of the sacks that he's had this year are being credited to Joe himself. Oh, so really? This isn't, a, this isn't because he hold, he's holding onto the ball. He's not getting it out there, but that's part of who Joe is. That's, that's why he was a superstar in college. It's why he was a superstar last year because he's going to try and make a play. He's not wrong when he talked during the off season that uh, not all sacks are created equal third down sacks. Well, you probably weren't going to get the first down anyway, if you just throw a little dump off pass to nobody. So see if you can last a little bit longer in the pocket, create something, get a big play. I'm okay with stuff like that. It's, but it's the early down sacks that are really problematic. Uh, the other thing that I did see that, scares me tremendously. The two most recent quarterbacks that we attribute um, being broken to in terms of not getting the help that they needed from the offensive line are Andrew Luck and David Carr. In his first 33 games, Andrew Luck was sacked 76 times. That includes the playoffs uh, in his first two seasons. So 33 games, 76 sacks, averaging two point whatever, uh, two and a third, I guess. Yeah. David Carr and Andrew Luck, by the way, he, his, his body kind of gave up on him, but he, him, like his, the mentality, like he never, it didn't feel like he ever saw ghosts. Yeah. It, it was just his body started breaking down. David Carr, on the other hand, it was less, if I remember correctly, his body as much as it was the mentality. Like it, it affected him up here. He, he couldn't get out of his own way because he was expecting to get hit. He's, he was sacked in his first 32 games because he didn't make the playoffs in his first two years, 101 times. Okay, <sighs> So he's averaging three sacks per game. Joe Burrow, in his first 32 NFL starts, including the playoffs, because we're now at 32 games, 
115 sacks. Jeez. It's a lot. Joe Burrow is pacing well ahead of David Carr at this point. He's averaging almost uh, half a sack more per game than what David was at this point in his career. Again, part of that is Joe. But if you're... There, we have reason to be concerned because we have two examples of, uh, of quarterbacks who were affected by sacks in different ways. Andrew with his body, uh, David with his mentality. There's a real shot that they do the same thing to Joe and either whether it's the body or the mentality. I'm worried about it. That's, that's, that's I mean, the easiest way to put it. And, I, and I'm afraid that they don't have the coaching staff in place to make it happen, but they have a coach who just signed an extension, uh, I believe, after the Super Bowl this year. So we're talking probably he's he's in place for at least another two, three years. They're, yeah. they're not moving off of him. So this is it. This this is this is the Bengals for the foreseeable foreseeable future unless they can figure out internally what they need to do to fix it. And that's scary. I mean he was he he tore his ACL what his not his rookie year. It was, right? rookie. It was his rookie year. Rookie year. I, yeah. I mean, I mean, his art, his body already is like took some damage. That's, you know, yeah, I mean, but that that's the more freak injury than it is like his body's breaking down on him in the way that we yeah. saw it with Luck. Um, but it is certainly something to be concerned about because if he takes those, the more hits that a quarterback takes or any player takes, the more likely they are to get hurt. Yeah, that's just simple, like math basically like, yeah absolutely your body your body only can can only take so much and who knows when you're going to get that dumb luck like exactly what happened with joe where someone just falls into his leg you like the more opportunities that, of that happening the better chance that it does happen so um or the more opportunity i guess you're you, you can say that it there it is to happen so it's it's concerning and and Joe's a tough guy, so like he's not gonna, and he's and he's a great teammate, so he's never gonna go bashing anybody. He's not gonna go to the media and be like Zach Taylor sucks, get him out of here. He's not gonna go yeah. to the media and be like my offensive line is selling me out, get them the hell out off the field. Like he's not gonna do that. He's gonna go up there and be like, I need to be better because he's a great teammate and a great quarterback. From that person, like that's that's what you want to hear from from your guy. And um, I'm not giving up on this team because. I think there's still opportunity there, but it's they're they're putting themselves in a very very early hole. Uh, that I guess you can argue they did last year. I mean, after beating Minnesota in Week One and overtime, they went and lost to Chicago. Chicago was terrible. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like it's not like they were really good out of the gate last year, but. Um, we kind of they got to like, write the ship. They got to write the ship. We expected like we expected it though. You know, you're like you're reigning you're reigning AFC champs. Like these are games that we're expecting. They're like you guys are going to be pretty locked in. You know, you would think. Yeah, you would think. But you got um, to get the gimme games, and this felt like a gimme game. Yeah, and Speaking, that's exactly yeah, and that's 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 the perfect transition over to the Browns. This felt like a gimme game. Yeah, especially when you're up 14 with like what five to go. We're up 13 with um, 13, yeah, with a minute and 13 seconds left, and they had no timeouts. Even worse. 
even worse. But I love the, that you transitioned the gaming game. I was like, speaking of great teammate, Nick Chubb is the ultimate teammate, right? He the is. Dude, he is though. Dude, the dude was like, should have should have went down. He was like, it's the losses on me, you know. I'm like, no. This the guy that no. ran for like 143 touchdowns. Three touch, I'm like, dude, this this loss is not on you. This loss isn't even on the offense. It's this on the loss defense. is solely on the defense. You know how pathetic it is to one be up by 13 points with a minute 13 left, and the team has no timeouts left, and you let up like a 65 yard bomb to Corey Davis, like complete blown coverage. Just, I mean, he just like walks it in, and you're like. Oh, holy shit. Exactly what we feared would happen happened. And then you're like, great, here comes the onside kick. And then you're like, all we have to do is recover the onside kick and we win the game. What doesn't happen? We don't recover the onside kick. Holy shit. Now we're now now we're sweating. I am sweating. I'm like, Jesus, Jesus, it's gonna happen. And they get a couple first downs, and then what do you know? A fifty-five yard touchdown to a rookie wide receiver, Garrett Wilson, who is looking pretty good this year. But Freaking 55-yard bomb to a rookie wide receiver with another blown coverage, and then they kick the extra point, and they win the game. Dude, pathetic. Like, I mean, we got the ball back, and then Jacoby threw a pick, but we had like we had like 20 seconds. Like, we, we couldn't do anything, and it wasn't Jacoby's fault whatsoever. Like, he literally he set us up to win, and the defense sold so hard. It was so pathetic. So pathetic. And I told you last week, you were like, feel pretty confident about the Browns. I'm like, no, it's fucking Jets. I'm like, shit, same shit happened last year. Unfortunately, we were both right about our teams. So, yeah. You, you actually uh, picked uh, the Jets to cover the spread. I, on the other hand, picked the Bengals to cover the spread because I am a blind, faithful fan, apparently. I, because, well, the Browns were favored by like six and a half. And I was like, there's no way. I'm like, there, I mean, there was a way. Had we just fucking not... Ugh. I know. I get it. I get it. Frustrating. Nick Chubb is not the problem, though. The loss is not on him. Nick Chubb is freaking... He's a dog, dude. Is it, in your opinion... Yes, he's a dog. 100%. I just, I, I just want to make sure I agree with that. <laughs> uh, is, it, is it, in your opinion, you know, as I was kind of talking through Bengals stuff, like... it. Is the is it a problem with the athleticism in the secondary? Is it a problem with coaching? Is it just like bad luck? I think it was. Uh, I think because I think talent wise, we have the talent to have a pretty good secondary. I right. Agree. I, um, agree. I think it was a mix up of mix miscommunication between your safeties and DBs with like the play calling. I okay. think it was just miscommunication because it wasn't like someone got burnt. It was like, these guys are wide open. Where did the hell like was somebody at? Like it was just like complete blown cover. So it just leads me to believe that like either someone's not understanding the play right there and, or there's like poor miscommunication and like someone saying, Hey, do this when in reality it should be another thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. And that's, I would say that's fixable. That's kind of my, my silver lining there. I do think that's a, that's a fixable concern. And in the end, I still do really like the Browns defense for the most part. I, I think they've got a lot of talent. So um, they have a chance to, to write the ship, you know, as all teams do. And we'll, we'll get to our picks uh, a little bit later, but Dude. Uh, in the meantime, let's, we, we, we got to, we got to talk. 
we got to talk dogs. And I'm going to, I, I want to talk about a game, which is why I want to lead into dogs. Cause we got to, I'm going to at least talk about this person. All right. So I, I'll, I'll at least throw out the first nominee to a tongue of Iloa. That was one of my guys. Okay, great. Uh, dude. I mean, the comeback against the Ravens. This is the second year in a row that they have been dogs, underdogs to the Ravens come out with a dub. It could just be like they got their number thing, but like, man. They were getting the shit kicked out of them early on. That, yeah, but they the the duo of Hill and Waddle is dangerous. It's, I'm not it's saying so scary. It's, I'm not saying it's the best wide receiver duo in the NFL. I'm telling you it's dangerous. I'm telling you that it is really hard to stop speed. And that's why they picked those guys. Dude, they're the Tyreek has the most receiving yards and Waddle has the third most receiving yards after two weeks. I'm like, Jesus, to have two teammates in the top five in receiving yards is insane. I mean, yes, it's only two weeks of football, but like, holy shit. I mean, Tua is is Tua leading the league in passing yards, or he's very close to it. He he is. So makes sense when you think about about it from that perspective. But like it's I I just like I want to give him a ton of credit because we, you and I, um, as well as a lot of people, have had some serious questions about whether or not two is going to be a viable NFL starter. And like we've all the we all were like, I think he's got it in him. You just have to tailor an offense to him a lot better than they have. And I mean, Mike McDaniel is well on his way to winning Coach of the Year. Yeah, I was. I'm going to throw that out there right now. I was so I was watching part of that game right, and I think where I was watching they were down like, I think it was maybe like twenty eight seven or thirty five fourteen or something like that. But I think Tua had only like a touchdown and two interceptions, and I was like, damn, I was like, maybe this is like after this game, it's like all right, we're it looks like we're on the decline of Tua, like we're going for Lamar or somebody else. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then like I just look later, I like chime in the fourth quarter. I'm like, are you shit? I'm like, it's 35, 35. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And then you see the game finish and it's like Tua threw six touchdowns. And you're like, what? In 450 yards almost, you're like, what just happened? He had himself a day. I, and there's really no other way around it. I wonder, I think, you think, I because I didn't get to watch it all, right? Because I didn't watch a lot of football this past week because I was packing up stuff. But you think that is like a game of the year candidate? Yeah, I, I I mean, you could I guess maybe you could argue that it wouldn't be just because like it was so ugly early, but like that the comeback was so good, dude. It was, dude, the, it was the, awesome. The Ravens choked so hard. That's what they do, dude. That was like, I mean, they had I don't even remember what they had, what kind of lead they had going in the fourth quarter, but they uh, going going into the fourth quarter, they had themselves a very nice thirty-five to fourteen lead. That is. That's pathetic. That's sad. That was this. That's dude. Every AFC North team just sucked this week. Yep. Yes, they did. Uh, we already talked about him, but I'll quickly throw in one of my other uh, nominees. Has to be Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, I, I figured. <laughs> but I'm a little biased in that. Uh, I also want to give a, a, a shout out. I don't know that I necessarily want to fully nominate him, but I do want to give him. A shout out, even though I'm not the biggest fan of him personally. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson had three sacks. Dude, I was just a week early on my prediction. You were. 
You were. He 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 tore it up. It happened. It happened. He he had himself, had himself a fine week. Yeah, he, he was. Let's give give the young man some credit. Yeah, I'm, three sacks as a rookie is just impressive. Yes, it, it, no matter the situation, it, it, that's always something where you got to just tip your cap to the guy. Um. Okay. I'll, my other guy for so I got two left. Um. Uh. Nick Chubb. It's a dog to me. I nominate him because he's just. It's Nick. I Chubb. mean, is that is that perfect? Because, I mean. He's a dog. He he's a dog that you yeah. know, and there's the dog pound. The Browns, you know, it's it's perfect. Just, and then it feels, it feels perfect. Yeah, it's, it's 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 beautiful. It's like wine and cheese, man. <laughs> um, We're fancy around here. That's right. My other guy, though, dude, he's in three of my fantasy leagues. Three of my four fantasy leagues scored forty five fantasy points the other day. My boy, Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I assume this was we were gonna have to talk about Diggs Hill. Uh, I mean, who else? There was what like three or four wide receivers who put up forty plus points, right? You got Diggs, we're close to it, like Hill, at least, over, at least Waddle, Hill, Diggs, Waddle, and St. Brown. I'm pretty sure they all had yeah over forty, right? Um, depending on the type of league you're in, and then Cup was pretty close too. Yeah, Cup had himself. Um, 11 receptions, 130 receptions, yards, 108 yards, two touchdowns. So Dude, he's, he's just killing he us like, still. He was like mid thirties or something like that. But I mean, this was the week of the wide receivers. So, Oh yeah. I mean, you might as well, you might as well talk about the one that might've had the best week and that's Diggs putting up a, a nice three tutties and 150 <sighs> yards, 12 receptions. Dang dude. Hmm. That man, him and, him and him and Josh Allen just are. I am so upset. So Monday night, right? I, uh, that was the the softball championship game. So I got home, I showered. Jess was like, "Do you want to watch the Crown?" And I was like, "I was like, football's about to start." And she's just like, "Oh, we can never watch anything together." And I was like, "It's football, <laughs> right?" So I'm watching the I'm watching the first half of the game, and then I'm like, I like I go to bed. I'm like, man, I'm getting tired. And it's like eight forty five, and then. I start watching the Vikings Eagles game. I think I watched like not even the first quarter. Dude, I'm asleep by nine o'clock. I wake up at midnight and I'm like, I check my phone. I'm like, hold up. I was like, I, I was watching the game. The Titans were down 17 to seven when I went to sleep. And I'm like, you're telling me they fucking lost 41 to seven. And I'm like, holy shit. And then I look and I'm like, my boy, Stefan Diggs, 45 points. I was like, that man went off. It was so nice to see, but I'm also sad because I was like, I wish I would have, I wish I would have seen it. I get it. I get it. Um, I think those are probably our, our main people that we want to focus in on. Uh, give a little bit of love to Kyler and the comeback uh, for the Cardinals. Uh, oh, that I can't believe I'm saying that. That comeback Kyler. was cool. That was great. It was great. Um, I also, you know, what? I'll get to that. Let's let's go ahead and decide who we're going to have as our Week Two Dog of the Week. I'm a little worried we're going to end up going like quarterback heavy with this. But does it feel like it needs to be Tua? Yeah. Who was last week? Gino. Yeah. Gino. Yeah. Um, Tua was worthy of it. Okay. I like, I, I was like, I really want to pick Amon Ross St. Brown, Dude, but like, but I feel like it's got to be Tua. It's been a while. I, I can't remember. I don't know if any quarterback did last year, but it's uh, been a while since someone threw six touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure noteworthy stat. Yeah, I'm pretty sure out Al, like Alvin Kamara, like his six touchdown game was more recent than another quarterback throwing for six touchdowns. 
that's very possible. I, yeah. I, I would trust that, that, that there's some truth there. So, all right. Tua Tungavailoa, week, the Zach Wilson dog award winner for week two. Congratulations, sir. Uh, the rest of the guys that we mentioned, get a nice honorable mention. We'll, we'll check mark that box. Uh, we'll add it to your Wikipedia page. Um, yeah. <laughs> Love the longer yard honorable mention Zach Wilson dog award. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't, I don't understand the issue here. Um, now, uh, having said this, Mr. Tua, um, we can quickly remove you from that list. All right. Just saying. For what reason? What if he plays like trash, bro? Like the whole season. Then we just gotta chalk him up G- to the bum. Uh Gino Gino did not play well this past week. I'm not he's not losing the dog award. Okay, all right. That's it's fine. a week, it's a week by week award. Okay, all right, okay. That's a fair, it's a fair counter. But just know, just because you win the dog award doesn't mean you don't earn You're bump safe status. from the bump. Yeah. yeah, all right. No one no status. one is safe from the bump status, okay? All right, all right. Good, good, good. Okay. Uh, two quick uh, newsworthy things I want to get into. Joe Hayden, officially retiring from the NFL. Uh, I expect him in the Browns ring of honor as soon as he is allowed in because Joe Hayden is a stud. Um, not going to, I have no expectations for actual Hall of Fame, but he should be uh, honored by the Browns organization. He was a tremendous part of huge not good teams to be fair, but, uh, uh, but he was, they would have been wor- a lot worse had they not had Joe Hayden. Let's call it like it is. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. So give some love to the man. Uh, congratulations on a, on a fantastic career. Uh, the other thing. So Richard Sherman and KJ Wright have, I guess a podcast now, uh, both members of the, or former members of the Seattle Seahawks defense at the height of their, Legion of Boom, baby. Well, Legion of Boom was just a secondary. KJ Wright was a linebacker, so okay, I didn't necessarily want to. But okay. you're right. You're right. You're I'm right, I'm included right. in it. I love that I Legion like of Boom. I, I do too. I do too. Um, and I bring this up because there is something wrong right now with the Denver Broncos, dude. I don't. I I think it, I think it, a lot of it is coaching, but I don't think Russell is. They like all there right now. I don't. Dude. There's something off about him and. They were talking and said that Russell Wilson was not held to the same standard as the rest of the group, which was probably, I guess, probably shouldn't have been surprising, but it was kind of like, wow, two guys that were really important parts of this defense. I mean, on a Super Bowl and they're kind of like, they're calling out Russ. Yeah. I mean, well, you got to think, I mean, I think it was kind of surprising because like Richard Sherman was like the, like the best DB for like yes. a two, three year span. I mean, the dude was on yes. the cover of Madden, like, and you're saying that like a quarterback, not the top quarterback in the league was had, didn't have as high a standard as you. And you're like the best DB in the league right now. That's like, okay. And the, the, he was saying that it was perpetuated by Pete Carroll as the head coach. So, I mean, they, may, maybe, Maybe he they need uh, like a stern voice in the room. Maybe that's the problem with with Russ right now in in Denver. It's it's really interesting. Uh, something to keep an eye on. But I, I just wanted to bring that up because I was kind of like, "Yo, he did do not pulling punches. He did not like." I checked fantasy right. I think it was like second quarter. He hit was like six for twenty with like eleven yards and an interception. And I was I dude, I wanted to throw up. I was like, "That's my starting quarterback in fantasy." I was like, "I'm fucked." It's not a good time. 
No, it's not. It's not. Just like it's not a good time in Tampa, despite the fact that they're 2-0, because, my God, they look inept offensively. They I, do. I, I, wanna, I, I do want to mention that, because, like, did are we sure Father Time didn't finally catch up with Tom Brady? I think it is. That or the plastic surgery. <laughs> I know he's got a lot going on off the field uh, with the issues he's having with his wife, Giselle. But Dude, like, Giselle's on his ass, man. <laughs> But man, it looks ugly out there. Yeah, which, which probably means that he's going to get throw for like 400 yards and six touchdowns this week. And exactly. Be like, we're going to be like, hey, we're really dumb. Cool. Yeah, he'll finish the season with 4,500 yards passing, over 30 TDs. You know, probably a top three front runner for MVP. You know, who fucking classic Tom Brady? Classic Tom Brady. You know, it's like, dude. But man, he looks terrible on and off the field because honestly, he looks he looks beat down. In some of the uh, the images that I've seen of him at bro, press conferences, he's got it out for tablets, bro. When he plays New Orleans, you seen this? <laughs> Someone don't let that man carry a tablet when he plays New Orleans. Just give him a fucking Good clipboard. Advice. Give him a clipboard. Good advice, please. Please save the he's, tablets. He's always chucking that thing, man. Just save the his. tablets. Um, New New Orleans, even though they lost, it's like they got him figured out. You know what I mean? They're like, they're like, we might not win this game because that defense is something else. But like, hey, Tom, we got you, bro. Man. <laughs> Dude, uh, that defense, though, is like the sole reason why they're winning. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's so good. I, You know, it's crazy. They it haven't is. played the best offenses in as well, but like that defense is really good. You know what's sad is... I started Cincinnati's defense over Tampa Bay this week because I was under the impression Cincinnati would be like on a revenge tour and they have a backup quarterback, Cooper Rush, playing that they wouldn't play that well against New Orleans, who um, has a pretty pretty great wide receiving trio um, and a mediocre quarterback and a great running back who was like ruled out pretty last minute, you know? Um, it was about so I, midnight. It was about midnight. Uh, okay, so... Uh, so I was under the impression that Cincinnati would have just kind of like balled out um, and Tampa. Would Me just, too. I, I was just like, you know what? I think Cincinnati's defense, they might not put up like, you know, crazy points, but I think they'll do better than what Tampa's defense is about to do. Dude, Cincinnati's defense, I think gave me two points. Uh, if that Tampa's defense put up 25 points. I know. <sighs> I still won, but still. And shut up. No, I can't. You don't it's, get to complain about it. You don't it get hurts. to complain in a win. <laughs> you don't get to do it, man. Um, all right. I, I, have, I have a couple quick takes, and then we're going to get to games that I definitely need to... I, I want to I get them off my chest here. Okay. We talked about it off the pod, but I need to bring it to the pod. The AFC North. This may be a way too early take based on... and And like a little bit of a, a heat of the moment sort of thing. The AFC North will be a one playoff bid division. Fact or fiction? Fact. And right now, I think it is, with how it's looking, it's any team's chance. Yeah, yeah. You could argue that the best team is in, the, is in last place right now. You can make that argument. I don't know if I would, but you can yeah. make the argument. Uh, this looks like a, this looks like we're going to be in a nice, like 
top team maybe gets to 10 wins, nine or 10 wins, and the bottom team is going to be at like six or seven. So it's going to be like super tight most of the season. It's going to be, it's going to be great, man. I love it. I, uh, I love it here. It's so fun. Kill me. Uh, okay. Retweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My other, my other way too hot of take. I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. Kenny Pickett will start less than five games this year. Oh, I'm in. I want to see it, actually. God, they would be so stupid to do that, but I feel like it's coming. I want to see it. Mitch would be pumped, oh, I feel man. like. to If Kenny Pickett starts less than five games? Oh, you, I, I used to you saying he starts like... So there are two games in. He starts no, no, before... No, 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 no. Oh, so you're saying he only starts four games... Under five games. He only starts five five, five or less. Five or less games. Oh, okay. Uh, because they're <sighs> they're going to be stuck on the Mitch Trubisky. Remember, they had Kenny Pickett as QB three coming out of training camp, and then they were like they basically got bullied into moving him ahead of Mason Rudolph. They just need but to they, dump they came out of camp and said and said it was Trubisky, then Rudolph, then Pickett. They, I, that okay. was their decision. So I want to see Pickett start. Um, but I do think you are right. Um, he does not. He does not start more than five games. I could see that happening because, like, they're one and one with Mitch. Like, I don't see them. Mitch looks terrible. Looks terrible. But I like. I don't see them losing like seven games in a row where like they're just like, all right, now we have no choice but to just hand it over to pick it. You know what I mean? I also just want to point out that there was a lot of talk that like the issues that they had last year. Uh, offensively was just because Ben was old. It's very clearly a Matt Canada problem. Their offensive coordinator, that dude's calling a horseshit game. Let's just call it like it is. It's a horseshit game. Yeah. Not good. It's not good. It's not great, Bob. Not, gr- not great, Bob. Uh, before we, before we get to games, do you have any way too early takes that you want to get off your chest? Um, Yes. I have been very impressed with him, and I think Garrett Wilson wins Offensive Rookie of the Year. Okay, quickly, but quickly on that. Did you know Kenny Pickett still has the third best odds to win Offensive Rookie of the Year? Are you shitting me? I'm dead serious. Who's number one and two? Uh, Drake London and I will. I will quickly look. Uh, let's see. I can't. He has the third best odds, and he's not even. Dude, that's wild. It's they love quarterbacks too much. They really do. It's it's disgusting. Um I will have to keep looking, but I promise to to try to find it. I bet it's Drake London and uh, uh London I do believe is one of them. I do I do believe uh Drake London is Oh, that's the problem. I'm looking up the wrong thing. That's all right. Um, Drake London. I was looking up Opoy instead of O'Roy. Ah. Uh, and you're like, Cooper Cuff? What? Failblog.com. <laughs> Population me. Uh, might be. Uh, here we go. Here we go. So, according to betonline.ag, Drake London has the best odds, plus 500. Jahan Dotson's second best odds at plus 600. Pickett. Uh, in third with plus 700. Then Garrett Wilson with plus 800. Olave is 12 to 1 odds. Damian Pierce is 12 to 1 odds. George Pickens is 12 to 1 odds. Uh, none of, 
Pierce and Pickens haven't done a damn thing. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, so Bur- that high. Burks has got a better shot than Pickett. Oh my! I mean, Pickens. Jesus. You would think. Uh, Brees Hall's fourteen to one. Traylon Burks is fourteen to one. Malik Willis is still on the board at sixteen to one. That's changing soon. Uh, we we can only hope. <laughs> and then Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson are tied at twenty to one. I think. Hmm. Uh, you know, despite like you know, because like the Jets receiving core, they, they don't have a bad receiving core. You know, they got Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, and Garrett Wilson. You know, there's yeah. a few few mouth defeats and Brees Hall. You know, I like to me. Garrett Wilson looks like the best receiver on the Jets right now. I, I, I mean, Jets fans would agree with you. He is playing so good right now. I mean, he 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 torched the Browns. Like he exposed them, and he did well in Week One too. And I mean, you could say the same with Jahan Dotson, but I don't think he's getting as many targets or receptions as Wilson. But he he's looking like a TD machine though. The big and, question with Wilson's uh, offensive rookie of the year odds is literally going to come down to what his chemistry is with Zach. Yeah, and we just don't that's know. True. But we he looks he looks nice with Mister Flacco. He but he looks the part of a guy who should be in the in the running for the award for sure. Yeah, uh, like the the I don't think we're going to get a quarterback to win the award this year. So I'm really focused in on the wide receivers. Oh, it's got to be a wide receiver. I mean, dude, but I. Wilson doesn't even look like a rookie out there. That's just how like smooth he's playing. You know what I mean? He's just, it looks great. He looks, he looks a lot. I, I didn't think he'd be bad or anything like that, but he looks, he looks better than I thought he would. Which yeah. Is, this receiving you know, class though, is just, whew, this is a nice has a chance class. To be, has a chance to be really nice, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's, it's week only through week two. And uh, I think that's a good opportunity for us to jump to picks. Would you like your record from last week or my record from last week? Let's do... And I'll, give you, I'll give you overalls after. You went first last week. Let's do my record this week. Okay. I'll just, you know, make a bad pun here because that's what I do. Uh, it was disastrous for you because you went a nice 20 and 12. Because you had 2012, you know. Ah, Nice. That was terrible. You know, nice. Don't give me credit. Nice. I, <laughs> you, I enjoyed it. That's a really, really good week. I'm really impressed. That's wow. I'm I'm impressed. But I also feel like you weren't that far off. I was not far off, but you picked up some games on me. I went 18 and 14. So records on the year. I'm at 34 and and 30. So nice four picks over 500. You are 33 and 31. Uh, I guess technically. I guess I'm technically two picks over 500. You're one pick because if you flip, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, but basically, I, one game lead. We're both we're both better than 500. I count that as a win. I mean, we're 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 winning money, right? Uh, I would say that means we're winning money. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if do we actually do bet, with, if we actually uh, bet real money? We do. We be doing okay. I don't want to say this because I feel like it would jinx. But like, do we like know football or something? I'd like to think we do since we do have a podcast. I'd like to think we do. (laughs) And then it's like final record for the year. It's like Sam 40 and 194, Ethan 33 and uh, 202. Like, like, oh shit. Um, We might've gotten ahead of ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. Next Uh, week it's like, Ethan, what'd you go? And you're like, um, he went four and 28 and you're like, oh shit. You're like, damn. Sam's like, yeah, I went eight and 24, man. Like wasn't much better. <laughs> right, That's not going to happen. Though. We're going to do, do, yeah. do better. We're going to do better. We're going to do better. So let's, 
Thursday night football. It's, 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 it's close to your heart, heart here. Pittsburgh going to Cleveland. Cleveland's favored by four and a half points over under Pittsburgh. 38 and a half. Uh, all right. Pittsburgh. Um, wow. I just like over under 38 and a half. I'm going to go with under. Okay. I'm, I'm going to do something crazy here and do the exact opposite. I like it. This is because, because here's the thing. Here's, here's what I'm thinking. In two games, the Browns have scored all like 20, have, are averaging like 27 points a game. Yeah. I just need the Steelers to score t- like two touchdowns if the so, Browns hit their, their average. That's possible. I'm thinking this, right? The Browns played not good defenses the first two weeks. And uh, the Browns, like, but the Browns also. Like the Browns are a team where like they kind of match who they're playing. So like if it's a high pace offense that's high scoring, the Browns can do that, right? And if it's like a stalemate, the Browns do that. I feel like this just becomes like a stalemate game where it's a lot of running and like a lot of just eating up the clock on both ends. A lot of runs from Najee, a lot of runs from Nick Chubb, and it ends up being like a freaking under thirty, like a seventeen fourteen final or something. Thirty eight and a half is just so low that I I just feel like. You know what? It, this this is this is literally what it is. They're putting cheese on a mouse trap, and I'm going to go for that cheese. That's literally what that's the, that that's what that line is. Thirty eight yeah. and a half. Yeah, that's what that over under line is. They are just putting it out there, and I'm just going to be like, "Hey, yeah, sure. Let me snap my neck on this uh, mouse trap. Here. <laughs> I'll take the cheese." You know, that's I, I. I'll we'll see if I make a mistake, but I do think the Browns are. You know, a touchdown better than the Steelers right now. I hope. I ho- I hope. But we should have said the same thing about them versus the Jets. So you know, that's that's probably true. Yeah, I did. I was like, I'm not counting out the fucking Jets. <sighs> yeah, probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't have. Oh well. Uh, Fine. We're moving on. It's in the past. It's in the past. It's in the past. We're moving on. Kansas City on the road in Indianapolis. Kansas City favored by six and a half points. Over-under is 49 and a half. I will take Kansas City, and I will take the under. That is actually 100% what I'm doing. So I was about I was, to say... I was dead set on the under. I was dead okay. set on the under. The Chiefs was where I was like a little con- like debating, but man, the, the Colts look so bad. Dude, they kind of they kind of suck right now. Like, they, like they legitimately, suck. dude, twenty four nothing against the Jags. I mean, they haven't won since like twenty. They haven't won seven games, the past seven games in Jacksonville. But like, dude, come on. Yeah, but Jacksonville sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this video. Doing? I saw this video. It was Trevor Lawrence. They were coming right before they came out the tunnel. He was, you know, like giving a speech. wasn't like trying to be a motivational speech, but someone tweeted him. We're like, this guy couldn't motivate the see this. fuck out of me. They were like, this guy's so boring. <laughs> I was like, oh no, it's kind of true though. Like, yeah, it's like you can't get hype from him. He's like, all right, guys, let's just go out there. Let's have some fun. You know, you know, let's show them what we got. And you're like, bro, we need some, we need some. I'm hurting dog shit. You know, like where's Ed Reed? Get yeah, Ed bro. Reed like, right now. I put my heart in the shit, dog. I want some oh. Jameis Winston just eating dubs, you know? <laughs> At Florida State, 
If we gonna do it, we gonna do it big, Dan. Mm, that's I love that. <sighs> yeah, he's not that guy though. No, no. Sorry, Trev. <laughs> All right, Buffalo on the road in Miami. Buffalo's oh. got a nice five and a half point favorite for the line. Over unders fifty three and a half. Okay, uh, Buffalo and the over. I just want to also. I just want to quickly say this. Uh, this is not the biggest over under for the week. There's a oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, just uh, just so everyone is in the know, as it always is, we're getting these from DraftKings. So pending sponsor. If only. Just we'll edit that out. That doesn't need. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Nothing's funny. I think I think these li- these lines have actually changed since I uh, recorded these yesterday. So, oh well. Oh well. Uh, On but, to the yeah. next one. Uh, no, I haven't picked yet. I'm sorry. Uh, oh shit! You're right. You haven't. I was just doing some Jay Z right there. Yeah, I think I got to match you. I think I think yeah. Bills and the over is the right call. Like right now, the Bills look so good, like too good. I know. Uh, I, if anything, I might have taken Miami and the over, but I think I got to go with Buffalo. They just, well, I mean, like, they look so dominant. I mean, the last two games, they've what combined for seventy-two points. The last two games, yeah, they they were that is ridiculous. And the not. Dolphins just put up forty-two. Like the so you got Bills week two forty-one, Dolphins week two forty-two. Against like some good not defenses, yeah, right? Not bad you know? defenses. Let's let's okay. eighty three points for week two for two teams. Woo. Yeah, yeah, yep. Well, uh, one of those uh, one of those teams that got absolutely scored on the Baltimore Ravens on the road in Boston playing the Patriots. B- Baltimore favored by three, 43 and a half is your over under. Ugh, I don't like that three. I like, hate it. Because it's not like it has to be more than three, right? Correct. Ugh, if it's a yeah. push, for future reference, if it's a push where uh, if the line is three and it they win by three kind of thing, that's going down as a tie. It's a push. Okay. Didn't lose. Uh, what's the over under again? Uh, 43 and a half. I will take I will take the Patriots. Ooh. And I will take the over. We're on very different pages again. I'm taking Ravens oh, in the under. I like it. I I I feel like Baltimore is gonna be pissed. So I, I think, especially defensively, so I think and I think they've got a good I think if they were to lose the game, they're not losing it because it's a high scoring game. I think they lose it because the final score is like seven to three New England or something stupid. Just awful. I hate those games. There's nothing worse than when the, like a final score is like seven to three or seven zero. It's like terrible, dude. All we want to see is points or just some cool interceptions and shit like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care if it's if the reason that it gets to like twenty eight to twenty four is because you had like two defensive touchdowns because that could be still kind of fun. But yeah, like I, I gotta get something out of this, dude. If I see uh, three and outs for the whole game, I will shoot somebody. God, kill me. (laughs) (sighs) All right. We'll talk about my team. Uh, (laughs) Cincinnati Bengals on the road to play the Jets. Cincinnati's favored by five for some reason. (laughs) 
Uh, Jets, uh, or yeah, uh, sorry, over under is 45 and a half. I'm dreading this. I, I hate it here. I, I'm going to take the Bengals. All right, Bengals. And you want the over or the under? <laughs> I'm going to take the under. Uh, I just, if the, I will say this, right? If the Bengals lose the Jets and go 0 and 3, they might as well just chalk up the season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They should. I'm You're like, all right, guys, we're looking for a top five pick this year. <laughs> Do I bet with my head or my heart here? Uh... All right. I'm taking. I'm going opposite of you again. I'm going Jets in the over. Oh, this is going to be next week when we do like could scores. Be crazy. Could be could crazy. Be. Yeah, it's not. Could I, be. It is going to be actually. <laughs> well, it may not be because we could split those That's completely true, yeah. separates, and then we have like the same record, and we're just like, didn't we pick everything different? Practically, yeah. <laughs> no, we did. Um, I, I mean, the Jets just scored thirty. At some point, the Bengals' offense is going to hit. I actually feel pretty good about the over. The the five line of five is where I get really concerned. Uh, Bengals, a they would have to win the game, which doesn't feel like a guarantee. B, uh, <laughs> they have now the last six games that have actually mattered to them. They have the final score has been a three point differential. So skipping week seven or week eighteen, I'm sorry, last year against the Browns when they were playing their backups and the Browns were playing a lot of their backups. If you go to the Chiefs game in week seventeen. All three playoff games. Is that right? Three playoff games? Yeah. The divisional championship. No, they played four playoff games. No, they did okay, a wild so card. Add one to it. Yeah. So add one to that. Point is, is that they keep playing three point games. So at some point, that's going to break. Uh, so the question is is it because the Bengals win by more than three? I don't know. Uh, but I'm taking the Jets because I. I I, I did this last week where I was like, all right, I'm going to just, I'm, I'm rolling with the Bengals and they broke my heart. So at this point, I'm just going to be like, hey, I want to pick the other team. So that way, if it goes well, I can be like, yes, my team won. Yeah, I picked the Jets last week, remember? Yeah, you did. And I picked the <laughs> And you did the same. Hey, you know what? You, you, you did the same thing this week. Uh, you picked the Steelers. And uh, well, I picked the Browns and then you picked the Bengals while I picked the Jets. So, uh, this feels right. All we right should in the just world. we should just skip our picks for each team. <laughs> like the Bengals pick, skip it. it. Browns pick, Can't skip it. it. Can't do it. All right. If okay, if the Browns lose and the Bengals lose this week, I'm pushing for it to be skipped for the future weeks. We still can't do it, but I but I appreciate where you're coming from. <laughs> be like, listen, Sam. Like we're sacrificing content for wins right now. <laughs> Wins for content. If it'll, get, if it'll get us some wins, I guess I have to be open to it. Um, okay. Philly on the road in our nation's capital playing the commanders. Philly favored by six and a half points over under 47. I will take Philly. And the over. Philly and the over. Um, I mean, Washington's been putting up points, so I'm a little tempted to say that I still think they would lose the game, but I'm a little tempted to pick Philly to win by less than seven points. But I think I'm going to, I think I agree that it, I'll, I should, the smart thing would be to pick the Eagles here. Uh, and I agree on the over. Those offenses both seem to be clicking right now. Okay. This one, I got to say, I'm very confused on. 
Lay it on Detroit. Me. Detroit's on the road in Minnesota. 53 and a half zero over under. Not the part that I'm most confused about. Minnesota's favored by six points. Damn. I mean, granted, it's Kirk Cousins not in prime time, so they actually may be onto something. <laughs> Do not point Kirk dirty, bro. He's not good in prime he's, time. I don't know what to tell you. He's he's not. Um, hmm. Over hey, over under is uh, fifty three and a half. I'm taking Lions, and I'm going to take the under fifty three and a half. I will take. Yeah, I'll match that. I just I, I think the Vikings just put up the, seven. Like yeah, and I don't. Uh, just because we're picking the lines doesn't mean the lines have to win. So it could still be a Minnesota win, but 53 and a half that's tied for the second highest line of the week. Dang. Uh, when I pulled these yesterday, um, which maybe that's the mistake. I shouldn't have pulled them yesterday, but uh, 53 and a half just feels at some point lines will regress a little bit. They're not going to average 35 points a game kind of thing. God, could you and imagine? It'd be sick. I need it. Dude, I want it to I mean, happen. If you, not going to. if you take the Bills out right now, actually, I think they have scored more points than the Bills have the first two weeks because uh, they scored, what, 35 and 36? What? I think they're about identical. 71. That's Bills were think, 41 and 31. So Bills scored one more point. I think they're about identical. Yeah. Much. That's uh, you're talking about a team that is time. like a Super Bowl favorite versus a team that's like probably nowhere close to Super Bowl favorite when it comes to the odds. Correct. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Vegas playing the Ryan Tannehill led Tennessee Titans. Red Vegas. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gotten a fuck Ryan Tannehill in a while, actually. Uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> It's only because the Titans are doing so bad. It's just speaking for itself. All right. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, Raiders favored by two and a half points. 45 and a half is your over under. <sighs> you know, I'm going to take the Titans on this one. Ooh. Um, and they're at home, right? The Titans are at home. Correct. Correct. And the over under is 43 and a half. Let's 45. go. 45, 45 and a half. I'll take the over. We're going opposites again. I'm going Raiders in the under. Dude, this is going to be so fun next week when we're just... It's going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. Uh, All right. This is our snooze fest of the week, which probably means it's going to end up being awesome to watch. Uh, (laughs) Houston's on the road in Chicago. Chicago favored by three points. 40 and a half is your over-under. I will take Chicago. And I will take uh, Bears. And I will take the under. Um, it's tough because 40 points is pretty low for a total. Yeah, I, I love the under here. It's more of a question of... You think the I'm Bears can win by like... Win. Yeah. Do I think the Bears are going to win by at least four points? I mean, I don't know what weather conditions they're going to be because they beat San Francisco by nine. Um Oh, this is so. This is a painful one to pick. Uh, you know what? I love me Justin Fields picking the Bears. Gotta I like it. I like. Gotta it. have faith. George Michael's baby. You gotta have faith. Gotta have faith. Gotta uh, have faith. 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 
baby. Sorry. Yeah, we we can't we don't want to get any copyright infringement issues. So yeah. got to cut that out. Got to cut that out. Sorry, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, next, uh, <laughs> next one up. Yeah, as our intro is like <laughs> clips of like people. Uh, by the oh, way, yeah. the, right. the great the All greatest right. intro ever to a podcast. It's true. No lies detected. No lies detected. Uh, Saints on the road in Carolina. Saints favored by two and a half. Forty and a half is your over under. Saints and the under. What did the Panthers do last week? They put up, I think, 19. 16. They lost 19 to 16. That's okay. And they put up... um, 24. 24 week one, yeah. Yeah, because we won 26, 24. Um, Yeah, I like that. I like Saints and the under. Nice. I don't feel I don't feel great about Carolina's offense, and I and I like New Orleans defense. And knowing that no one's going to be suspended from that game for New Orleans is a big deal, which we'll get to. I guess since we forgot to bring it up earlier, we'll talk about it here briefly uh, as we get to the Tampa game. Uh, Jacksonville on the road in Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Chargers favored by seven. Forty eight is your over under. This is a hard one to pick because I have no idea what kind of condition Justin Herbert's going to be in. I'm going to take Jacksonville. Now, if this was like six, I would take the Chargers, but seven. So I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to take Jacksonville. The over and under is what you said, 48, right? 48. 48. I will take the under. Um, I'll go Jaguars in the over. Uh, Jacksonville's offense doesn't look completely inept. I mean, they scored 24 last week. Um, That's true. Chargers scored 24 last week, yeah. I'm going to have a little bit of faith that Herbert's going to play, so at least we know points will be scored. Um, But I still think... I think seven's just a not... It's not a good line. Yeah, it's not. It, uh, that one I'm on the, just... I'm you on never know when you're going to get some stupid garbage time touchdown to ruin that. Yeah, I'm on the fence about the over-under because... I also am hoping that this is just the week that Austin Eckler goes crazy. You've been waiting for it, but you're fine without it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting you're not for that. You know? I'm just waiting for that. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the under. All right. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Let's talk about it. Green Bay at Tampa. Tampa's favored by two and a half. No Mike Evans for this game. He's suspended because... God damn it. If he has a chance to beat the shit out of Marshawn Lattimore, he, he is doing it. it. He is not holding back. Uh, if he has the opportunity. So I love that. I love that beef, bro. But I mean, my favorite part about that though, is also where uh, like after he's kicked out, he literally goes up to the rest and he's like, it's fucking Tom Brady. What do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> he's, got, he's got his QBs back. Dude. Always bro. Mike Evans is a dog. Honorable mention dog. right there. Dog. Um, okay. Tampa uh, two, two and a half. Tampa 41 and a half is your over under. Um, I will go Tam. You know what? I'm going to go green Bay and the under Packers and the under at some point. I feel like these teams are just going to like show out offensively. I hope this game, I hope this is like, Two Hall of Famers just like, hey, man, let's do one more go around. Let's each throw five plus TDs. Let's go fucking crazy. 
I like. I want to. I, I. The Packers. If I'm picking the Packers at plus two and a half, I'm probably picking them to win out, right? But the Bucks have covered in both their games when they've looked terrible. Yeah, that's true. I'm. You know what? Let's do it. I'll go Bucks, and I'm going to take the over because I think the offenses show up. I hope they're going the opposite. You know, it's crazy. If, and if I'm wrong, I'm not even mad that I'm wrong. You know what I mean? I just. I want to see points. That's all I want to see. That'd be a dream. Is Chris Godwin going to play this week? I don't know. He is killing me, man. Let me. I will. Let me. Let me quickly check the Twitter buzz. I need him to play. Not that like I really need him, but like I want to. I want to use him. Uh, he's on the injury report. He did not practice today. Son of a. Bitch, Christopher. Neither did neither did Julio, by the way. Bro, who do they got? Uh, Miller. Uh, so Miller, Russell Gage, Brashad Perriman. Are, uh, who That's insane. Were, like they're. By the way, by the way, Miller, Br- Perriman, and Gage were also on the injury report. That doesn't mean they were out of practice. They could have practiced uh, li- in a limited capacity, but they were on the injury report. That's insane, right? Their backups are like. It's not a bad trio for backups, right there. Like that's 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 a nice six receivers on the team right there. It's stupid, isn't it? <laughs> like that could be that could be a team starting three receivers right there. Uh yeah, go to Chicago. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Darnell Mooney. Sorry, I was just about to say the same thing. <laughs> Sorry, Darnell Mooney. That would have been two of the three. Two of the three were definitely uh, in Tampa. How about that? Yeah. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right, Rams on the road in Arizona. Rams favored by three and a half points. Your highest over under of the week, 59 and a half. I will take the Cardinals and the under. I will take Rams in the under. Because the that Rams. 59 and a half line is insane. So, yeah, that is insane. Um, the Rams are not looking that good defensively. Like they almost fucking blew it to the Falcons. Yeah. They almost they almost they almost got, 28 28 to 3. <laughs> yeah, dude. And they got they got blown out by the Bills. Um yeah. They had a they had a huge lead against Atlanta and they fucking damn near lost it. Like Arizona put up like what 25 it's like they put up like 27 points against Chiefs and I think they put up they put up twenty against the Raiders before that you know overtime win. Um, yeah, I don't. I think it gives under sixty, and I think the Cardinals. I'm not saying they win, um, but I think if they do lose, it's it's less than that. So you're you're saying Rams could still win by three points because that is on the table with a three and a half line. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'm saying yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're, we're, we'll agree to disagree. I like it. Wink. Uh, Atlanta on the road in Seattle. Another vomit-worthy game. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Seattle's favored by two. Over-unders, 42. I'll take, I'm telling you right now, I'm taking the Falcons. Oh, really? I'm taking the Falcons. Actually, they have a... Okay. You know what? I'll take the Falcons, too, because this is Kyle Pitts' fucking off game. Kyle Pitts is going to go insane in Seattle. You say so. And if he fucking doesn't, dude, I might just drop him. I might just drop him. 
You're not going to drop Kyle. I'm, Pitts, I'm not going to drop Kyle Pitts, but but I, I but the fact that Kyle Pitts was being was being taken in like the fourth or third or fourth round in fantasy was stupid. I knew it from the get go. That was stupid. I think I can't remember where I got him. I got him in one league, but I think it was because he was just my best option. Because I think, I, yeah, I don't know. I I, uh, I know I didn't take him like stupid early. Um, that's fair. But also, I'm, I'm taking the under. I got Falcons in the under. Uh, Forty two was <sighs> the over under. I'll do Falcons in the over. Okay. Okay. I dig it. All right. Sunday night football, 49ers in Denver. San Francisco's favored by a point and a half. Over under is 45 and a half. I will take San Francisco and the under. I'm I'm also taking the under. Mm, I'll take Denver. All um, right. Broncos. Broncos in the under. Uh, you want to say it? Broncos country. Let's ride. Dude, ever since you mentioned how cringy Russell is, I've just seen so many cringe videos. Like, there was a video of him just twirling with his arms out. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? At midfield before the game? Yeah. yeah, no. yeah. And then there's and then there was uh then there was the one on the sideline this past week where he's like, call it out, runner pass, call it out, runner yeah. pass. I'm just like Russ is just a weird dude, man. Yeah, I don't know. Uh okay. Uh here we go for Monday night football. Do we have another double header? No. Oh, no those are fun though. They are fun, but we're only gonna get them once a year, probably. So in this case we get the Dak Prescottless Dallas Cowboys on the road <laughs> playing the New York football giants. Giants favored by two and a half. 39 and a half is your over under. Giants, giants are favored by two and a half. Okay. I will yeah, because take, they actually have their starting quarterback. Yeah. Um I will take Dallas and 42 and a half is the over under, right? No, 39 and a half. 39 and a half. I don't know where I come up with these numbers. Um, well, you probably heard the two and a half, and so you just... That's probably you right. Gonna um, go, you weren't going to go 32 and a half, so I get it. 39 and a half. I'll take the under. Um, Is it sad I'll, that I don't care who wins this game Monday? Like I just I I'm, don't give a I'm, rat's ass. I probably it. won't watch it. Other than the fact that I have that I care about it for fantasy football. I don't care about this game. Yeah. Like I'm going to, so I'll be home in Ohio, so I'll find something better to do Monday. (laughs) Would recommend, would recommend. And, uh, that, that's saying that knowing that Ohio doesn't always have good things to offer. Yeah. We have amusement parks. That's about it. You're not going to an amusement park on Monday night. Let's be honest. No, I'm not. I'm not. Let's be honest. Uh, I'll take giants in the under. I don't know. I'm not. I'm so uninspired by that game. Yeah, I know. It's, dude, it's worse than like Atlanta going to Seattle. <laughs> Kinda. I mean, I would care. I, honestly, I would care about this game a lot more if Dak was playing. Which yeah, not even like that big of a Dak Prescott guy, but like he definitely makes the. It would be like more fun. A little worth watching. But based on my pick, that would mean the Giants are going to move to three and zero. Didn't we had <laughs> we had the moment three? We yeah. definitely had the moment three. Yeah, we, we definitely did. had them losing to uh, Tennessee. I'd be willing oh, yeah. to bet we had them losing to Carolina. Uh, I think 
we gave it to New York because they were home for Carolina's game, right? We might have. We might have given them that one. I don't remember. But, but we definitely uh, we definitely had them losing to Dallas. Oh, dude. So it reminds me of Carolina. You know that guy I told you about that was like, Baker's going to go off against Carolina. I mean, yes. against the Browns. He was like, he's going to throw for five TDs, right? So after that game, he saw me. He's like, he's like, you know, we're not looking bad. He was like, you know, he's like, we're going to make the playoffs. And I was like, you're going to make the playoffs with Tampa Bay and New Orleans that division? He was like, it's going to be two teams in there. And he's like, I'm thinking Tampa Bay and us. And I was just like, okay. And then I saw him after week two and he was like, it's going to be a long fucking year. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it is, dude. Oh my I'm like, God. you guys are getting like a top 10 pick for sure this year. Dude, like, in all honesty, is it out of the realm of possibility that the Lions make the playoffs? I'm, like, I'm looking at this. I'm, I'm looking at this right now. Tampa is making the playoffs. We're, we're good on that. Like, yeah. let's, we don't even have to get into that. Packers are making the playoffs. We don't need to talk about that. Rams are making the playoffs. We don't need to talk about that. Eagles are making the playoffs. Don't need to talk about that. Okay. How confident are you in three of these teams definitely being better than the Lions? Saints, Vikings, 49ers, Cardinals, Cowboys. Throwing the commanders in there too. How um, confident are you that there will definitely be three teams better than the Lions? I'm not that I'm not uh, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not confident. Like I'm not strongly yeah. confident. I can see that's what I'm saying. The Cardinals, uh, not the 49ers. I don't think not, um, the Cowboys, the other, who's the other teams? Saints, I mean, Vikings, commanders, maybe the saints. I, I, I would go maybe the saints or maybe the Vikings pick one or the other. And then how we, I, how I feel about the teams right now. I would put like, I think the lines I would put in third of that group. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would probably put saints and Vikings ahead of them. And then they're right there with, I'm not ruling out Dallas just because Dak is going to come back. Um, and depending, it really depends on, uh, it really depends on what they do with him out. Like if they, if they, ha- if they hold their own and they actually win some games like they did in week two, who knows? <laughs> but like at some point, Arizona is going to do what Arizona does. They're, they're going to fall off at the end of the year because that's what happens and probably get Cliff Kingsbury finally fired. I mean, and, and actually, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'm too low on San Francisco because Jimmy D probably does stabilize it, but like there's, there's no one that I'm, that I look at and I'm like, they're definitely better than the lines. I think they're I, I like, I would probably yeah. pick them over the lines, but they're not, there isn't any clear evidence to say that the lions are not a wild card team right now. Oh, absolutely. I think, so I think, I think the Cardinals are right now looking like a better team than the saints and the Vikings. But like, I mean, honestly, it's a toss-up. Like, the I, I, the Lions definitely are worthy of that, though. They're in the they're in the conversation. Which I mean, again, this I guess goes back to what we were, we were kind of doing earlier of just like way too hot of takes this early in the year, like trying to make big picture ideas out of something that we probably shouldn't. But maybe we need to. 
Lions look like they could be a playoff team. It's kind of crazy. It'd be kind of nice, wouldn't it? Well, they'll lose in the first round because they haven't won a. Pl- they've won one playoff game ever. Hey, since, if- since the NFL has existed, or the Super Bowl era, I should hey, say. We, hey, we can't end on a bad note. All right, you got to be show some optimism. All right, the Lions are making the playoffs. Say it. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is going to get uh, most improved player. Is that even a thing? I don't know, but there you go. How about that? You know what? Oh, I already. You just gave me an idea. We all right. Despite what the NFL gives awards, we are doing the longer yard awards, right? So we're gonna have Absolutely. an we're gonna have an MVP award, right? Uh, I'm thinking that it's not. So I, I would I would like to separate it where it's like an MVP, true MVP, right? Like, and then I say there's a quarterback award and an offensive player of the year award. What are you thinking? You like that? I'm down for that. I also think that we we should have a full season dog award. Oh yeah, hundred percent, dude. We're gonna have so many like superlatives for these people. Like, yeah, dude. I'm gonna just start brainstorming, like being like, "Hey, write this down. This is gonna be a superlative, like, for one of the guys nominated right here." Oh, oh, another another uh, kind of early hot take, maybe. But I'm gonna throw it in there. Dan Campbell finishes top five coach of the year. I'll take it. You know what I just thought of for a superlative? Most likely to retire and like join reality TV. Jimmy G. Dude, yeah. <laughs> you got to be handsome, man. Dude, you, you got to be handsome. Yeah. Jimmy G all the way. Mm. I do. This is going to be so fun. I can't. Oh. Uh, Jay Cutler would have been the call, but he hasn't been in the league for a while. So. That's and, true. And, and we would have been right. Yeah, we would have been right. <laughs> you got to pick someone handsome. Uh, just saying. Dude, we're all right. We're going to have, we're going to discuss off air and we'll just keep going throughout the year with our guys. Like we'll have like, maybe three to five guys nominated for each category. And there can't, do you think, should we do it where it's like a guy can win multiple? Why not? Why not? Okay. All right. That's cool. Works for me. I mean, in reality, it's entirely possible that you could have an MVP and offensive player of the year who are the same. That's true. Can't rule that out. It's very possible. It hasn't. It I hasn't guess, happened as much recently, but it could still happen. I guess I'm leaning more towards like the superlatives, you know. Oh, I don't. This, buddy, this ain't a high school yearbook. We can do whatever we want. It's our podcast. You're right. You're right. You're right. I already got one ready, I got, dude. I got a nominee and a possibly a winner right now. Right, Mo, like best interview of the regular season. Gina Smith, right? Dog. Gina Smith, dog. Dude, official dog award winner. Gino Smith. Official dog award winner. What if like we make a little trophy and like they're like, hey guys, we want you to like host it and like we're gonna air it on TV and we're like, holy shit. Our trophies are like fucking just like cheap trophies from like Goodwill or something, you know? Like hundred <laughs> percent. Or it's like just Dundies, you know. <laughs> I'm imagining like you go to uh LA or something like that and you get like magnet uh versions of Oscars. Or yeah, something like that. There we and go. And then we just like peel off whatever the uh, plaque portion of it is and we put our own on there. I'm here for it. That that would be the way to do it. I also love that you just have these big dreams. Dude, I'm a I'm a dreamer, man. I dude, my mind always thinking of just like I just need to be famous. I'd be the best famous person. 100 <laughs> percent What am I supposed to do I, with that? I tell Jess this all the time. I'm like 
I need to be famous. I was like, I'm telling you, I'd be, I'd be that fun, famous person that everyone just loves. I'm like, just needs to happen. I'm waiting for it. All right. But you remember me when that happens. Oh, dude, you're coming with bro. Let's go. We're doing, we're having a podcast. Like we're going to have our own studio, Like I'm moving you to LA. If that's where we go, dude, we'll just like hang out with Pat McAfee. Dude, right? Like, well, I don't, we don't need to move to LA. Let's move to let's move to Indianapolis and just hang out with Pat. And dude, six months of the year, like just from start to NFL season to the end, we're traveling to like our, our the games we want to see, and we're interviewing the guys we want to interview. I mean, I, I'm just throwing this out there in this completely real universe that is happening. That that that's my positive spin there. There we go. In this completely real universe that is definitely happening, we'll just, uh, I mean, we'll go to the Thursday night game and a Monday night game and whatever Sunday game we want to go to. We don't, we, maybe we only have to pick one, but we'll make sure that we hit all 32 stadiums in a season. 100%. And you know what we'll do in the off season? We're going to training camps, right? Whatever the fuck we want. Also, we're going to witness a nine harder. You're goddamn right. Yeah, bro. Wait until it's an Olympic year, bro. We're going crazy. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is not the end for the longer yard. I mean, you know how we talked about fans doing stupid things. That's going to be us when we when we're going to set a nine dart. We're just going to do We're going to be like grabbing everyone's beers around us and just pouring them on ourselves. Just like. Let's go. We're going we're gonna to be those psychos. <laughs> we're going to be those guys. Like it's going to be like a chess tournament. We're going to be stacking cups and making like that beer oh, snake. Yeah. And oh, the, yeah. people are going to be so disgusted. And they're like, then we're just, we just, we make chess entertaining. Yeah. That's why we're hanging out. That's, that's what I'm saying. We're going to hang out with Pat McAfee because he'd be down for stuff like dude. That. He would be a hundred percent. Oh man. You know what? Oh, we're going to, we're going to go with Ben. We're going to have our guys reach out to their guys. We're gonna make something in the works. Well, we gotta we gotta have our guys reach out to to Ben's guys anyway, because uh, it's time for negotiations. Yeah, dude. Third leg, Greg. He's uh, he's uh, he's been negotiating. You know, we'll uh, we'll 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 uh, we'll, uh, we'll spill the details next week of yeah, how it's go. looking. If if our lawyers say we're allowed to, yeah. If not, you know, sorry. Just know, like, we're not going anywhere. We got it locked in. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, we just signed a 52 episode. <laughs> yeah, one a week. That's a year, baby. 52. We're, we're back for another year. And then we're at, like, we're at the point where they're like, hey, man, I'm tired of these one-year contracts. I want a 10-year, 500 million. To th- <laughs> just call me Pat Mahomes, baby. Dude, let's go. What an episode. And that makes you Josh Allen. I'm fine with that. That. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think that I think we, I think we everyone wins here, the except Shannon. for probably, <laughs> except for probably Pat and, and Josh having yeah. to get compared to us. <laughs> what if they're just like, actually, we love these guys so much. Like, I mean, they're <laughs> com- pretty dope. I would hang out with them. Comically, they're geniuses. So, like, we are honored, and we're just like, yeah, that's right, man. That's why they pay us the big bucks. That's why they pay us the big bucks. That's why we're getting that. Yep, yeah. Game set match. Let's do it. Boom. And All on right. that note, on that note, we'll wrap it up. Boom. Thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Check out our sister podcasts, Hoop Forum, Chalk Talk on the Pine, and our flagship program, The Dip, focusing on pop culture. Ethan, 
Sam. What do you have to say to the people? With peace and love, OJ. You'd love to hear it. You'd love to hear it. Uh, anything else that we need to make sure that we uh, we get in before we wrap it up here? Uh, we love you guys. And make sure to set those lineups, pick up those waiver wires, mm. and make some trades. Definitely make trades. Uh, fantasy football is more fun with trades. I'm just, I just made a trade. You did. You I did. did. I thought it was a pretty good trade for me. I think, I think, you know what? We'll, we'll tune in next week because we'll see how it, how week one, week one of the trade went. That's you true. That, that's the way we'll do it. We'll tease it for next week, get into it then. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, also, make sure to uh, interact with us on all of our social media platforms at the Dip Network is our handle. And uh, on that note, I think we'll, uh, we'll peace up on out of here. And uh, thank you guys for listening and we'll check you guys on the next one.